My message this evening is entitled, A Sound That Changes Everything. A Sound That Changes Everything. In Romans 10, 18, the Bible says, But I say, have they not heard? Yes, indeed. Their sound has gone out to all the earth and their words to the end of the world. Their sound has gone out to all the earth. When the Holy Spirit was poured out, the disciples, the apostles, had been completely transformed. They'd encountered the Holy Spirit and walked with Jesus in the most incredible way. The Bible tells us that the kingdom of God is inside you. It says, it's not over there, it's not over here. He said, Jesus said, but the kingdom is on the inside of you. And once the, once the disciples, once the apostles had had this encounter with the Lord and walked with him and then the Spirit came and dwelled on the inside of them, the Bible tells us that there is a, a sound, the sound went from them. That sound carried into the whole world because what was in them had completely been transformed. What was in them, I need the piano to not be too soft tonight, please guys. I need the music. I need the sound. Amen. <clears throat> so this, there was a sound that came out of them that was not the same as what it was before they had encountered the Lord and encountered the Holy Spirit the way that they did. And that sound went before them and actually changed the whole world. If we look at the disciples that when they went, when, wherever they went, they took that that was now inside of them and went about doing good, changing lives, people getting delivered, people getting set free. Basically, you could say that they started the greatest revival that we've seen up until now, where the gospel began to spread. And the Bible describes this as their sound having gone out into all the earth, their words went to the ends of the world. There is something very special about the sound, about a sound. There's actually something very special about music. So you want to know why I have music playing behind me? Because I'm always listening for a sound. Because a sound has the potential to change everything. You see, when the sound of the, of the disciples, when the sound of the apostles went into the world, it changed the world. And in Scripture, you will find out that many times before a move of God, before God does something, there's a sound that precedes it. There's a sound that goes before it. This is throughout Scripture. And in fact, that sound has the potential and ability to even transform others that are listening to that sound. But you must have ears to hear and eyes to see because you can be in the midst of an incredible move of God and it's like where he says in scripture, he says and the, the, the presence of the Lord was here but I did, or the glory of the Lord was here and I did not know it. Or you can be in the midst of a move of God and everybody's under the presence of the Lord and they're worshiping and they're encountering God and you're sitting there and you're thinking, man, this is just awful because you don't understand the sound that's coming out of them. And 
Amen. Let's go to 1 Samuel 10, verse number 5. 1 Samuel 10, verse number 5. The prophet Samuel is busy explaining to Saul what will happen to him when he goes to a certain place. Listen to this. 1 Samuel 10, verse number 5. After that, you shall come to the hill of God. This is now before he was king. Where the Philistine garrison is. And it will happen when you have come there to that city that you will meet a group of prophets. There will be a group of prophets there. These group of people. These group of prophets. Coming down from the high place with a stringed instrument. A tambourine, a flute, and a harp before them. And they will be prophesying. So they'll be coming down. These prophets will be coming down from the high place and while they're coming down you're going to meet them Saul and while they're coming down they're going to be playing music there will be a sound that will be coming out of them and they will be prophesying while that sound is coming out of them that sound that's coming out of them is releasing the word of the Lord what God is wanting to say and he says listen When you encounter that sound, when you encounter those prophets that are prophesying with those instruments, while you are in the midst of them, something is about to happen to you. He says, he says, then the spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man. You see, what happens is when you enter into a place or when you encounter someone that carries a sound, that sound that's in them is not a sound of the culture of today. That sound that is in them is a sound that comes from heaven. We always have to hear what God is saying. But in order for us to do that, we have to be in rhythm with God. There is a rhythm to the spirit. There is a river, the Bible calls it. And we have to jump in that river. We have to get in tune with God. We can't go against the flow when it comes to the things of God. Oh, well, you know, Pastor Alex, you know, you mustn't talk about music and sound and emotions and feelings. That's where it all flows from. That's where it all comes from. You must understand that that I really believe we've been taught wrong. I believe we walk by faith and not by sight, but God encounters us when we, you see, when when it's still going rough, when it's still going bad, I'll still worship Him. When things still go wrong, when things, when I don't have feelings, when I don't feel the presence of God, when I pray and I don't feel any anointing, I'll still keep on doing it. I'll still keep on going. But I'm always listening for a sound. I'm always listening for what God's saying. What is he saying? What's next, Lord? What do you want to do now, Father? I'm listening to the instruments. I'm listening to hear what God is wanting to say so that my inner man can listen and my soul will be able to hear what God is wanting to say because you must understand that the kingdom is inside you. The problem is that so you're, you, we are so busy with everything else that we can't hear him. So we see that in the midst of these instruments and these prophets, that when Saul goes into that place or comes across that place, there's nothing special about him, but he's able to begin to prophesy right away as he enters into that place because of the sound that's taking place. 
Let's go to 2 Kings 3 verse 15. The prophet is very frustrated with the kings. They're really getting on his nerves. And so because of his mind and where he is, he asks them to bring a musician. Watch this. He says in verse 15, he says, but now bring me a musician. Then it happened when the musician played that the hand of the Lord came upon him. It's exactly the same. The hand of the Lord and the spirit of the Lord is the same thing. The hand of the Lord comes upon the prophet as that sound is released, as that instrument begins to play, as that musician begins to play music. The hand of the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord comes upon him and he begins to prophesy. He says, and thus, and he said, thus says the Lord, make this valley full of ditches. Immediately the word of the Lord comes. God is about to say something and the sound that comes, the instruments influence everything that's about to happen. You must understand that a sound coming out of you is very important. What sound are you making? All right, there we go. Whatever that was. (laughs) Amen. But you see, the thing is, is that the Bible talks about the rocks crying out. We've become so silenced. Don't worry, the child doesn't bother me at all, I promise you. It was actually just ironic it was at that moment, right? (laughs) It's like the the child knows. You know, what you don't know, what we don't know. Amen? (laughs) He says, "Bring bring me a musician so that I can play. Why? Because he wants to hear what God is saying. So that what comes out of his mouth, what he's about to say is what the Lord is wanting to do. You see, God will often speak to us, but it's often preceded by a sound. First comes the sound. You see, in, in 1 Kings 18, I'll read it to you in just a moment. We all know the story of Elijah. How Elijah calls down fire with the prophets of Baal. But what we may not know is that just before this, there's a great drought in the land. And we know the story about how Elijah prays for rain. But what's interesting is before he prays for rain, watch what the Bible says in 1 Kings 18.41. Then Elijah said to Ahab, go up, eat and drink, for there is the sound of abundance of rain. So he was able to first hear the sound of the rain before it even happened. God was wanting to release that rain on the earth again. The prophet had to hear that sound before he began to prophesy and even go and pray and ask God to send that rain. We know the story, there wasn't a cloud in the sky, but he was able to hear the sound of what God was wanting to say. You must understand that in our culture right now, the earth has a sound. The culture has a sound. And that culture, that sound that's on the earth is one that is leading us to destruction, is one of great moral decay, is one of just, it's just, it's, it's, it's like unbelievable what's happening. So the question is, what will the sound that the church will release, what will that sound be? Will that sound usher in what God is wanting to do on the earth? 
If you don't believe me, what happened in the book of Acts? Acts 2, verse number 1. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and something happened first. Watch. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven. Everybody say a sound. So before the Spirit was poured out, there was a sound from heaven that came. I don't exactly know what that looked like because I wasn't there. But what I do know is the Bible says that there was a sound. Sound comes before a move of God so very often. Listen, when the walls of Jericho were about to come down, there was first a sound that had to be released. You see, the walls might be your problem. The walls might be your challenge. The walls, walls might be what stands in your way. But before the breakthrough comes, what sound will come out of you? It's amazing because if you read the story of Ezekiel and the dry bones, as the prophet begins to prophesy, before the army's there, there's a sound that comes out of, that dry, out of those dry bones. Those dry bones begin to crack and, and the sinew comes together and the, the body begins to come, a sound comes out of it as he begins to speak the word of the Lord. The question is, guys, what sound are you hearing and what sound are you releasing? You see, the Bible tells us about what God wants to do in the last days. We all know that He wants to pour out His Spirit. We all know that He wants us to prophesy. Sons and your daughters will prophesy. Visions and dreams, we know all of this, but we forget so much of it. We leave out so much of it, and so much of it is so very important. Let's go real quick to Joel 2, verse number one. Joel 2, verse number one. This is the same. We, 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 the Bible speaks in the book of Joel about, and it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. That's Joel 2, 28. So this is just a few verses before that. He says, blow the trumpet in Zion. And sound the alarm. Everybody say, sound the alarm. There's a sound that will come. In my holy mountain, let all the inhabitants of the earth tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming. That's the great day of the Lord. We know what that is. For it is at hand, a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness, darkness like the morning clouds spread over the mountains. A people come great and strong. A people come great and strong, the like of whom has never been. So when there's all of this stuff going on on the earth, there is a people great and strong, like have never been, that will rise up on the earth. Okay. Nor will there ever be any such after them. Even for many successive generations, a fire devours before them, and behind them a flame burns. The land is like the garden of Eden before them, and behind them is a desolate wilderness. Surely nothing shall escape them. Their appearance is like the appearance of horses, and like swift steeds, so they run. Watch this now. 
With a noise like chariots over mountains they leap, like the noise of a flaming fire that devours the stubble. Listen, there is a generation that is going to rise up and there will be a sound that will come from that generation that will not be afraid of what the culture says. There is a sound that will come out of that generation that will be like flaming fire that will come out of their mouths, out of their hearts. They will burn with passion for the Lord. I love this, it says, with a noise like chariots over mountains they leap, like the noise of a flaming fire that devours the stubble, like a strong people set in battle array. You know, it's so funny because they set, basically their battle array, their armor is on. And I believe that in the last of the last days, before that great day of the Lord, when terror will be all over the earth, there will be these individuals that will rise up the full armor of God will be their weapons and their armor. They will stand in their battle array. They will have flames of fire and passion and zeal. They will be a people where the sound that comes out of them will not be the sound of the culture and of what the world has to say. Listen, if you can understand this, you will understand that what lies on the inside of you, if you're able to tap into the sound that God is releasing on the earth, what God is releasing has the ability to take you out of where you're at. Not only out of where you're at, but into where he is at. And that's the key. Remember, when, when Saul in, in, came to the prophets, he was just a normal man. But when he was with the prophets and that sound was coming from them, that sound that the instruments and then out of the instruments came the prophetic, the word of the Lord was coming out of them. He was able to connect himself to those words and begin to prophesy just like them where the Bible describes that he was turned into the other man. This is my desire for you and I, that we will be a people that will be turned into the other man, that will desire to hear what God says. Listen, it might offend you. Oh, it's gonna offend you when you hear what the Word says and you don't like it, when it doesn't suit your theology, when it doesn't suit your style, when you understand that this is how God says we must do it, so we do it. Whether you're Pentecostal or Baptist or Methodist, I don't care what we are. What does God's Word say? We must be in line with the sound that comes from heaven. Come on, somebody. What sound is on the inside of you? What are you hearing? What are you connecting to? Before them, the people writhe in pain. All faces are drained of color. They run like mighty men. They climb the wall like men of war. Everyone marches in formation and they do not break ranks. This doesn't sound like the church at all. Because today we all want, you need to see how, what I can do. But God has an order. Whether we like it or not, doesn't matter. But there will be a people. You see, the thing is about the prophetic, 
is that when the word of the Lord comes to you, it comes as a provocation. The, the Lord wants to provoke you. Will you receive his word and do what he says? This is the word of the Lord about what will happen. The commentators mostly agree, this has not yet happened. The day of the Lord, no. And this is what will be taking place at that time just before. Are you with me? We all hear about the doom and the gloom and the bad things, but there will be men of war. There will be a people that will rise up and the Bible describes them, that they will, that, that they will, they will run like mighty men. They, they will climb the wall like men of war. Everyone marches in formation and they do not break ranks. They do not push one another. Everyone marches in his own column. Oh, hallelujah. That also means that I don't have to stay here and criticize the church next door for what I don't think he's doing right. Let him do his thing. Let him march in his place. Let him follow the order that God has called him to do. Me and my house.